Merry Christmas, you filthy animals. Happy holidays. Touche. <laughs> it's the Christmas edition. Christmas Gone Country. I just thought of a really good Christmas song that doesn't have to do with country. It's a friend's song. When you said, like, Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays, remember the song? This is totally off topic to start with. I'm sorry. We Be- could edit it. Okay. <laughs> no, I like Phoebe's song where she's like, Monica, Monica, have a happy Hanukkah. Do I have to go on? No, I get the I just gist. feel like that should be on Spotify somewhere. Some knee slapper. I thought so. Yeah, yeah. And a plus side, it's hanging on Netflix for another year. Right? So we'll see about see about that, but yeah. Because we all complained. True. Uh, I think since the last time we did a podcast, or like the day or two after, you were going to go see Kip. So how was that? Kip was good. Kip was good. Yeah, so. I don't think uh, we talked about it. No? No. What was this? Good time to bring it up. Um, no, it was good. So, um, like Charlie and Charlie Warsham and Jillian Jacqueline were his openers, and I guess I'm just so used to concerts where oh, I thought Jillian would be on stage, and then she's done, and then Charlie comes. But they were on together. Oh. And they like went back and forth and, and traded songs, and um, the only other guy on stage was Jillian's, I think, fiance, boyfriend, fiance. He must be like her guitarist. Okay. So she would like tell like. Background on songs, and she played um, If I Were You. It was like her second oh, song. Really? I was like, this is all I came here yeah, for. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, so good. But then, like, yeah, Kip, it's in like this really historical theater, and so everyone's like sitting in like velvet seats, right? And, and it's still acoustic, but he got the place to their feet. Really? Yeah. And so he played, he probably didn't even play all his hits, but okay. like everyone who's in the room is like a diehard Kip fan. Yeah. Like, more so than I probably am. Like, I like his stuff. Don't get me wrong. But these are like... He's got very know, passionate fans. Yeah. They know, like, song number five on his first album, blah, yeah. blah, blah. So he's saying a lot of those, which he's just a good performer. And his voice is, like, perfect for an acoustic set. Oh, I bet. So it was cool. And, yeah, there are some girls behind us who were diehard. They'd seen him, like, 11 times. I'm like... Oh, my gosh. I'm like, have you seen Kenny Chesney? Have you seen Garth? Yeah. Like, do you know? Wow. See, we, we were talking about that recently, too. Like, how many times... Like, can you see someone right before it's like, meh? I mean, I don't know. Like, if I I'm going to see Phil Bastard the rest of my life until he doesn't come to the Summerfest. <laughs> right, but like, there's sometimes where like I'll see random fans and like I'm not throwing shade, but they'll be like, oh, twelfth time I'm seeing Jimmy Allen or something. Yeah. I'm like, okay. Like, do you see other shows? Yeah, I, I, mean, I hope so. I hope so too. You got to follow them. I mean, it's not like they come to the same area, right? Yeah, if you see like a group maybe like once a year, that's still like. Fresh new music, yeah. like maybe they have a new album out. Like we're seeing Dan and Shay in in March, and by that time they've had a whole new album. Exactly. Two years. It'd be ago. two years. Yeah. Yeah. So. Anywho. Yeah, it was a good show. It was. You felt kind of like exclusive because they only did like four of those. They, did they sing any Christmas songs? No. No. Mm-mm. That's okay. Not that I remember. No, right. they didn't. Mm-mm. All right. Well, it is. What is today? December. Whenever they're listening to this, eleventh, twelfth, thirteenth. Today's the twelfth. 12, 12. Yeah. So it's almost 12 days of Christmas, uh, right? Maybe we should do something I, for that. Do you like that song? No. I'm not a big fan of it. No. Like, how does that... Like, I think it's a marketing ploy. I mean... Yeah. Drummer's drumming. Yeah, I'm not... Maybe we should start with that. What's your least favorite song? My least favorite Christmas, Christmas song? song? Yeah. Oh, boy. I didn't even think of that. Oh, mine's Little Drummer Boy. 
Oh, uh, yeah. Well, it depends. Depends on the rendition, I think. Oh. Some people can make it. I seriously love all Christmas songs, but that one. If that comes out, it just ruins my day. Who did Who did a good little drummer boy? Was that Justin Bieber? Justin Bieber. He did it with... Um, yeah, um, Boys and Men. Boys and Men. See, <laughs> that, one, that one bumps. That's good. Yeah. I dig it. Yeah. Definitely dig it. Um, <laughs> least favorite. Let me think about that. Okay, I'm sorry. If we remember at the end, but... Yeah. So yours is a little drummer boy? Yeah. All right. Honestly, that's the only one I can think of. I love all Christmas songs. I right. love Christmas. So, all right. I have, what are your notable Christmas albums or Christmas songs for country singers? So, honestly, I was making my, my playlist on Spotify, and I could have just put, like, all Martina mm-hmm. and all Vince, but I'm like, Emily, you got to branch out. There's other great singers who do great oh, yeah. renditions. But those are like my top two. I could listen. I want to go to one of her Christmas shows because I hear they're phenomenal. Oh, I bet. But she can just sing anything. And Vince Gill. Oh. Vince. Let there be peace on earth and won't be the same this year. Yeah, that's what I have down to. Yeah. That'll get you. Those are my, my top two. I think you can't even think of like country Christmas without those two. They're such giants. Like how many Christmas albums do they have? Martina has at least like two or three. Four. Martina? Yeah. My understanding is that it's this it's titled the same, it just gets re-released. Oh really? Every few years with yeah. adding a few new songs on. Um so yeah, both Vince both Vince's Vince and Martina's Christmas album have gone platinum. Sure. Absolutely. So how could they not? They're definitely the gold standard yeah. when it comes to Christmas. And Vince sings uh Let There Be Peace on Earth with his daughter. She sings like the yes. last verse. Yep. Yeah. See, and I'm a sucker for like when I was going through, like I made a list of like who I try to find like different singers that had great versions of songs, and like "Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas" is my f- all time. And Shay. Okay. Yes. See. So here's my problem. I, like I love that song, "Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas," and it's hard for me to pick out a favorite rendition of it. Yes. I love Vince Gill's version of it. Oh, right. You can't go wrong. Martina slays it. <laughs> And then you have Dan and Shay, like Shay just right. killer pipes. Yeah, I'm waiting like, for that Christmas album. Those two should release one. I'm thinking I should just make a playlist of that song, every rendition. Vote on it. Which Vote one's on your it. favorite? Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, Dan and Shay's version is really good. And that's from a few years ago, too. Yeah. Oh, I have to even watch. Did you watch the the ABC Country Christmas special? I watched a bit of it, oh. yeah. I mean, it's just it's just good, yeah. good stuff. I mean, they had some other like I mean, Tony Bennett was there. It's like, well, I'm not going to turn off Tony Bennett, right? Um, cool. Like Michael W. Smith, he's somewhat considered. He's kind of considered everything. Oh. but he sang with Amy Grant. Oh, and I guess they do shows. Oh, she's so good too. And I guess they do shows together, like Christmas oh. shows around around this time of year. Duh, Aaron. Um, <laughs> In mid-May, they like to go on. I don't know if they're. I think they've done a few this um, winter, but yeah, they've. I'm sure that's a killer show too. Yeah. So, um, other ones. You know, I'm surprised like Carrie doesn't have a Christmas album. She's on like there's some like I found some like 2010 Christmas album with like her and. Miley Cyrus as Hannah Montana, like all these like pop stars and then Carrie. Oh gosh. And I think uh, Carrie did like Hark the Herald Angels Sing and it's obviously phenomenal. And she does like, do you hear what I hear? That's what I had down too. Mm. That's, she does a really good version of that. Yes. Which 
honestly, so like she has a new album out. She's going to tour next year. And she just wants like a placeholder where she doesn't have to release any music. Do a Christmas album. Right. How hard can Like right that after Kid Number be? 2. Yeah. yeah. I really wonder like what goes into to that. Does the artist like approach their label and say, hey, I want to do this. You know, I have some ideas. And that's what I was wondering too because like Brett Eldridge re-released Glow with some extra songs. And like what are your thoughts on original Christmas like new songs that like we've never heard because glow is all his isn't it it's like never been done before it's like a new original song i don't think so glow yeah am i thinking of the right one i mean i like my preference would be just like covers right well even like blake shelton had uh, a christmas album like 2012 and he has a song with Reba and it's called Oklahoma Christmas. And I was like listening to his album and he like Santa's got a choo-choo train. I mean, all these songs I'm like, mm. and he has some of the like winter wonderland and the Christmas song. But if I'm going to listen, like Christmas is not the time of year to listen to new music. Oh, and I just looked glow has all the classics glow might be the it's, original, yeah. but it yeah. has, yeah. Um, Silent Night, Winter Wonderland, White Christmas. It has all the classics. Um, and and Brett's got the voice. I mean, he's got the Sinatra right. voice to him where um, he, I think he's in the middle of doing like a Christmas show tour right now. I've seen he, he was in Chicago oh, really? last week doing a, just a Christmas show. I'm like, that would be cool. That video of the first Noel that he did. I didn't watch it yet. Oh my gosh. It's haunting almost because really? it's literally just his voice in like a church. So it's echoey, Ooh. but it's, it's amazing. Check it out. Yeah. I recommend y'all to do that. Someone else, Lady Antebellum has a sneaky oh, good Christmas yes. album. I would say they're like my other, like top yeah. five, top four. Just like their voices blend perfectly together for Christmas songs. Yeah. Like, I don't even know. Baby, to, it's cold outside. Yeah. I, it's just peaceful. Yes. Like, yep. it sounds cheesy, but... Whether it's whether it's Hillary or Charles, like, it, it doesn't matter. Remember back in college, I'd be having to work at Menards and driving home in a snowstorm, and I'm just like, plug it in. <laughs> I'm fine. Just go with it. You know, it's, it's just... They're great. Like, yeah. They'd be another great if they decided to say, hey, we're going to do like a... Oh, yeah. I don't know. A... Ten City Christmas tour or something like that. Like, right? I'd definitely be down for that. They should do more of that. I think we it passed, but what Phil Vassar and Lone Star. Oh, that's right. They were doing kind of a Christmas. Oh, yeah. But those were kind of also too, like I think they were doing covers, but they were also doing their some like new, new yeah. original stuff. Like I feel like a live show is a hard time to hear new songs. No matter what. Christmas or not. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you you want to at least have something you can sing right, along to, right? Or it sounds familiar. Uh, who else we got here? So Alan Jackson might have my favorite Christmas song of all time. I know I just Let said it be Christmas. Yeah, yeah. I know I said "Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas" is like my all time, and it is. But Alan Jackson's like that song is so good, and I first heard it like only two years ago. I'm just like, wow. He's yeah, so good. Can't find like a random like 
playlist on, on Spotify. I'm like, oh yeah, this is this is golden. This is a good one. Yes. Yeah. You know, I also found one. Devin Dawson. Really? He um, did like a Spotify single thing, and Christmas time is here. And again, his voice is probably perfect. Ooh, yeah. The song is very like not like it's a little dark, a little like minor key probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really good. So I was impressed. You should go check that one out. Um, Faith Hill, thoughts, concerns? Yeah, no, she can I mean, knock it out of the park too. Yeah, that her album was really good. Yeah, Joy and to I've, the World, and yes. then the obvious. Where are you, Christmas? It's closing in on a million downloads all time. It is crazy. It's the seventh best-selling digital Christmas song of all time. That includes with like the classics, like I'm sure even, Bing Crosby's yeah. number one. But I don't even like the movie. I just like the song. What? Well, I'm not a big Grinch person, to be honest. Huh. It's not like one of my top Christmas movies. I probably haven't even seen it in years. What? Yeah. You'd, I was about to call you a Grinch for not liking the Grinch. I I like it, but like I said, it's not my favorite. Put the Santa Claus on it. I'm all there. Ah, that's fair. I mean, yeah, that or Home Alone is yeah up there. It's a Wonderful Life. I mean, not I even like the Grinch, the Grinch but it's just not my favorite. It makes me sad, especially like the little dog has to pull all the Max. Sleigh. Yeah, but you know what's funny? I saw someone say like, "I love you, Max." Oh God! <laughs> I saw someone like in the vast world of the internet, something how like they understand the Grinch. He just didn't like people, or <laughs> yeah. like, I understand why you want to live so far away. Yeah, for real. I know. Like I joke all the time with people or my dad. Like oh, I just want a place like secluded by myself, <laughs> like a wall. <laughs> a wall. You can just you know. Drone packages in, drop it off. That's yes. fine. Oh, that would be perfect. It's the Grinch life. Yeah. Hashtag Grinch life. But I get it. But anyways, no. Okay, I for all anyone listening, I I do like the Grinch. It's just not my favorite, and I like the song more than I like the movie. That's fair. Okay. You know, um, as I was like looking for songs to add to my cheerful playlist, Rascal Flatts. I'll be home for Christmas. I don't know about that one, but I had songs. Uh, well, I like it. Okay. I had like Go Tell It on the Mountain and some other one. And I didn't like their renditions. Really? It was too different. I could see that. I mean, I liked it, but it just didn't feel. But maybe I should listen to other ones. But Go Tell It on the Mountain, I, I think I like took it off my playlist. I'm like, not your version. Dang. Who does have a good version of Go Tell the Mountain? Vince? No, Garth. I think Garth does. I think. Oh, but Garth is on Spotify. Little Big Town has a good version of it. Wow. I know, right? (laughs) Wow. This is. Is is that your favorite song by them? Yeah. (laughs) You suck. I like Little Big Town. I I like their voices. They do a really good version of Go Tell It on the Mountain. Great. Glad to hear. Wow. Also, Kelly Clarkson. If we consider her country at all, because I kind of do, honorary member. Anyways, she has a, a Christmas album, and it's very good. It has two notable ones. She sang Baby It's Cold Outside with Ronnie Dunn from Brooks and yeah. And then I think they perform this somewhere, probably one like the past ABC Christmas things. Silent Night with her, Reba, and Trisha Yearwood. Damn. Right? I had to go find that now. Yeah. It's like the, li- or the, the TV video? version. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't know. 
I'm sure huh. it's there somewhere. But yeah, so like she starts singing. Um, Trisha takes the second verse and then Reva closes it out and then they harmonize at the end and it's just like it's so That's powerful. Good. Yeah, it's really good. One of the like most notable, trickiest songs to do is Oh Holy Night. Oh, that's such a good song. Such Martina. a good song. Martina. Um, and then three of my other v- favorite versions, Jennifer Nettles slays. Oh, yeah, I can see She has that. a good Christmas album as well. Reba, I mean, she's the queen. Yeah, time out. Jennifer, is it just her or is it like... It's just her. Okay. Yeah. And then Brett Young, was that last year, I think, released oh, that's a right. version of Oh Holy Night? Oh. It's just really good with his unique voice, like yeah. raspy voice. and They do that though so sneakily. Like they'll just release like one Christmas song. It's like, how am I supposed to find you in this big, vast world of country Christmas albums? Dedicated fans will I do it. I guess so. Yeah. So if you haven't, that's on there. I will find that one. You should go add that ASAP. Uh, Scotty McCreary has a Christmas album yes. as well. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the ones on there is called Christmas in Heaven, and it's kind of a sad-ish song, too, and it reminds me of Vince Skills. It won't be the, the same, same this year. year. Um, but Scotty's he's got that just that deep, yes. rich voice, and it's perfect, oh. perfect for this time of year, too. I agree. Um, but yeah. There I is. think. I mean, I got... I mean, you really can't go wrong, but... No, there's no, like, well... Have you thought of your least favorite Christmas song yet? Um. Oh, yeah. Now I definitely do. I want a hippopotamus. Oh, yeah. Dumb. That is, that's true. Dumb. That is true. Like, what's the point? Like, no. Like, <laughs> like, there's no, there's no adult that honestly enjoys it. You can't tell me that, right? Yeah, like, who thought this was a good idea? Yeah, because I don't think kids find it that much fun either. No. I want a hippopotamus. I'm, I'm sorry for breaking on this song, but man, that's just no, not a good... Oh, you know, we didn't mention a few here. I don't know if it's considered Christmas, or I mean country, but the um, Christmas Shoes song. Oh, yeah. I have not song. heard that yet. Have you heard Wham? Do you ever play that Wham game, like, where they sing Last Christmas? What? You've never heard of this? You have to see how far you can go into the Christmas season without hearing Last Christmas by Wham because it's played all the time. No. I'll play for you after. You'll recognize it. Well, like, no, because I want to see how long I can go before I hear it. Oh, but it's so good. This doesn't count. It's okay, fine. fine. But it's it's usually everywhere, and it's 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 funny. If people like made it into a joke saying, like, how long can you go without? Um, anyways. Uh, Grandma got ran over by a reindeer. Also, not that good of a Christmas song. I saw somebody, again, posted on the internet, like, a, a meme of Grandma saying, you all didn't care when I got run over by that reindeer. Like, <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> um, one other one, it's, it's not, it doesn't scream Christmas, but it is a Christmas song. It's an original. You better be talking about the one I'm hoping you're talking about. Named after a state. Oh. The group. Oh, okay. I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. It's been a long week already. Is, yeah. We're all sick here. It's that time of year. Alabama's Angels Among Us. Oy. I think that, if I remember right, it was released like right around Christmas or right after Christmas, actually. And it like charted in January. Yes. Yeah. Um, so. Oh, it's the best song ever. So I good. can listen to it year round. I do listen to it year I, round. Yeah, I do occasionally. Um. And I was curious because it's such a like powerful, emotional, faith-based song. Yes. So I looked at like behind the lyrics. So the songwriter's name is Becky Hobbs. Okay. And 
she had premonitions that like she was going to die in like a car crash. She kept seeing, having these visions and stuff. So she was on a drive from Oklahoma to Nashville and she was just so paranoid. She was driving with someone and just kept pulling over every so often just because she was worried. Made it back fine. So she's like, oh, like maybe I'll be fine. And then same thing started popping up again. Like, oh, you you think you're, she had these things like, oh, you think you're nuclear, but you're not. So she was on tour with someone writing or playing. I don't know what it was. And their bus, truck, van, whatever was at a green, a red light, light turned green. They're going to go forward. And then she saw this 18 wheeler coming out of nowhere. And she like alerted the driver. I think they still got hit, but it was like way better than it could have been. So that's kind of the inspiration. She's like, I had angels with me, you know. I got goosebumps. That's crazy. Oh, you think that's crazy? Oh, no. So the song gets released, right? And it's a hit. And every year it's, you know, played often. So there's this nine-year-old named Heather Harkum. She was in a bad car accident that left her in a coma for 12 days. I think she was in a car accident with her mom and her sister. So on December 12th, her mom brought in a tape of the song, played it for her, and she noticed tears were coming out of her daughter's eyes while she was in the coma. And so then her mom whispered, like, I love you, Heather. And she's like, if you can hear this, like, tell me something, like, say I love you back. And she heard, like, a a murmured, muffled, like, I love you. And then shortly after that, she awoke from the coma. And, yeah, Randy Owen heard about that story, so I'm, of course invited them. But, yeah. And he said, too, it was just, There's like, chills all super, up yeah, it's, it's a chilling thing. Like, And he's like, I don't even know how to, like, yeah. our song had some sort of effect. and Right. That's powerful. So, yeah. Yeah. Is, when it goes into that last verse and you have the kids singing, like, you remember singing that in church. Oh. That was the best. You can never go wrong with a children's choir. No. Right? I mean, honestly. <laughs> yeah. Like even even like in a rap song, just like that last verse, just throw in like like the next Kanye song, just you know throwing children's choir. It'll be she probably has some of those already, but maybe. Anywho, mm, yeah. any other Christmas jams come to mind? Well, I mean, just looking like Kenny's done some Christmas songs. He's done some more like coastal ones. Yeah, you know, true to Kenny form. Um, but I think. I think he he can. I think he has done like yeah. the actual ones too. Yeah, for sure. Um, um, Dylan Scott, Jingle Bell uh, Rock. Yeah, and also Brad Paisley has a Christmas album. Brad Paisley, mm-hmm. huh? I mean, oh, and Toby Keith also. Toby Keith's got Toby some Keith's good got ones. A really good one. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because I he does go tell it on the mountain too. That was another good version I don't of it. No, he has a good one. I'm trying to think which one. We Three Kings. I tried to find like. Oh, I forgot about this Christmas song. You just kind of look through and and uh, Toby did a lot of traditional songs. Yeah, which is cool. And I think now with Spotify, Apple Music, Pandora, all that, like artists can if they just want to cut one song and release it. Like, yeah, do it. Do you like uh, Gwen Stefani and Blake Shelton's "You Make It Feel Like Christmas"? I haven't listened to it yet. Oh, I like it. Is it new this year or uh, new last year? New this year. This year, I think. check it out. Not a huge Gwen fan. Oh, but I like her. I'll check it out. I like Blake. Blake's yeah. a funny guy. He is a funny guy. Yeah, 2018. Hmm. I think, I mean, I mean, I, we're sticking to country because otherwise we could go off on, like, oh, uh, Blake has 
you know the song Home? That's on his Christmas album, which I feel like can be used. Yeah. But like he sings it with Michael Bublé, which is kind of cool. Michael Bublé is the goat. He is the goat. It's him, Sinatra, Tony Bennett, and Vince. Oh, yeah. Martina and Faith. Would you put Mariah in there? <laughs> for oh, Mariah. Yeah. I mean, she has like the most iconic yeah, she, Christmas song of she's all time. She's automatically on yeah. Mount Rushmore of Christmas. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I don't know. I'm excited to listen to my country songs all. Yeah. Uh, well, we can make a playlist, throw it in the link. Maybe. I have 49 songs on my playlist. That's perfect. Okay. We'll create it. <laughs> Let's do it. Works for me. All right. What are we doing? Throwback? Yeah. New. Give me your throwback. Okay. My throwback is from 2005. Okay. Okay. So about 13 years ago. It was uh, Rascal Flats off their album Feels Like Today. It was actually a hidden track, which I don't know if you remember this. Here? No. Oh, but I do love that song. Um, Skin, Sarah. Oh, snap. I think you had this CD or I had it because I remember listening. It's like a bonus track, right? Right, but but it's not listed. No. There's like three songs and it's like the second one you have to listen. You have to skip fast forward to it, right? Right. And so like back in the day when you had patience and you just like listen to a CD (laughs) till it ran out, all of a sudden there's this other song that comes on you're like, where is this? That's Um, right. So the recording contract only allowed for 11 songs on... (laughs) <laughs> this album and and the guys kind of felt like well it doesn't really fit with the rest of the album but we really want to put it on it was written by a joe henry and a doug johnson and apparently uh so the story goes there's this dj host in chicago where he heard it in his car with his family because they listened to the album and then he started getting requests for it and so it the song charted for like five months as a non-single. Oh, and then I think they re-released it and it made it to number two on Country Billboard. That's such a smash. On a, a smash. hidden track. Yeah. Like I can, yeah, it's such a good song. And like the music and it's video. perfect for them to sing too. Right. Absolutely. Like they're the perfect Gary's lead yes. vocals. Yeah. The violins. Wow. Oh, yeah. yeah. Dang. So that's my, my throwback. Mine's the complete opposite. <laughs> good. So, 10 years ago, this week in 2008, 10 years ago, wow, right? Number one song for two weeks, Chicken Fried by Zach Brown Band. Yeah. Uh, As of July of last year, it had sold 4.9 million copies in the U.S., so I'm sure it's at five. That was their first hit, wasn't it? Yeah. That's a smash. So, I'm going to bore you, but I'm going to read... It's a funny song. It's a funny story of how this came to be. Like, there's, it just shows like the, the egos and like the infighting. Like, we, in our songwriting one, we talked about. Oh, this sounds familiar. All right. So, yes. I'll summarize it or read word for word, depending on how it sounds like it. Let's see. So, and I, I apologize for any profanities, but I feel like. She's being true. I'm reading it and it adds a little punch <laughs> to the story. Okay. So, this is Zach telling the story. So we had this song, Chicken Fried, that we put it on a CD in 2005. There was this band called The Lost Trailers, and they called and said, we want to record Chicken Fried. And he's like, well, I don't have a problem with you recording the song, but this is our song. As long as you don't release it to radio, if you want to have it on your record, I'm fine with that. 
So then they got a, then that group got a record deal through Sony with this dude Joe Galante, who basically runs Nashville. He's hmm. instrumental and in, I mean he good choice of words. Uh. <laughs> I mean everyone. I think he was was it RCA the label. Oh. He started the Nashville one. Holy cow! So I mean he like runs it whatever right. Yeah. So that group, the Lost Trailers. Through Sony, like, got a deal. And Joe's like, that's the single. Like, that's money. So, <laughs> so the first time Zach heard Chicken Fried on the radio, it wasn't him singing it. <laughs> but remember, it was, they weren't supposed to. Right. Well, was so, it anything like signed or was it just like. No, it was, it was okay. signed. Um, <laughs> oh. So he's like, crap this is my worst nightmare so he calls his lawyer and was like quote dude the fucking song is on the radio and he says you know he's like zach what's the deal with this he's like you could get blackballed out of nashville forever for not letting them record the song zach brown band zach zach the typical zach brown band they're kind of rebels and stuff he says i was like you know fuck that the dude told me he wouldn't effing do it, and then he did it. So they had to call a cease and desist, and they pulled it off the radio. <laughs> yeah. Um, so he must get such gratification every time he right, sings that song. I know it's just gonna, it's like an ultimate like f. Yeah. Um, did he write it? I think so. Okay. So then later they came to Nashville to play a show, and um, there was some guy in there, and they were like, "Do you know who that is?" And Zach's like. I don't know. Um, someone's like, that's the guy that has had 40 number ones with Alan Jackson. And he's like that dude. His name's Keith Stiegel. Stiegel. Probably okay. pronouncing that wrong. Um, so Keith had actually came out to hear Zach play, um, sat down on the table, and he's like staring down at his drink. And he said, I had to meet the kid that told Joe Galante to fuck off. <laughs> and then that was the beginning of their relationship and such. So... That's amazing. True testament, I guess, to... I mean, really could have gone fighting one yeah, way or the other. It really could have, but hey, he knew he had a yeah. hit. And, so. and Joe Galante is probably like, damn. I mean, Joe's uh, It wasn't really so much as yeah. him as the artist going ahead with it. Right. It's just the artist saying, no, like, and honestly, okay, go toe to toe. Like we were talking about like with, with songs, like some songs are just better for like other artists. And like, would that song have become a number one hit with The Lost... Boys, is that what they call Lost, Lost Trailers. Brothers, trailers, whatever. Lost Boys is a movie, isn't it? Maybe. The Lost Trailers. Who knows? Yeah. Um, I mean, they're both like unknown, basically, at the time. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, if Zach Brown does record that, oh. do we ever hear of them? Who knows? That would be oh. very sad. That would be very... Yeah, country music would be worse without them. Very sad. Uh, all right. New jam, new artists. Uh, new music. I'm probably going to feature them sometime as like artists to know, but we'll just give them a little shout out now. It's called, they're called The Roads Below. Uh, they're a band made up of four. Um, lead guy Phil Evans from Arkansas and his buddy Max from Los Angeles. They met up in Nashville, met their drummer and their bass guitarist, Drew and Seth. Um, most notable is their song. It's called I Want Us. has over 2 million streams okay. on, on Spotify, and that's without any like major record or, or promoting it um and then they have two other ones good at it and bonfire which is like a it's a good summer jam and so yeah they're they're 
fresh, new. Throw on the up and up. Yeah, for sure. So. Well, I have an up and up. So Leaving Austin is a trio made up of Austin Machado, Davis Forney, and Michael Stevens. So they're from the Visalia, California area. Visalia. There you go. I have a newspaper there. Oh, really? See, that's why people... Wisconsin has a lot of weird towns, so... Anyhow, it's near Fresno, um, kind of in the corners of the Sierra Nevada mountains. Uh, Small town. They were raised on faith and family. Uh, The three of them kind of met after high school in the same town. They kind of knew each other, not all at once. You know, one met the other, yada, yada. That's how that, you know, a friend of a friend. Right. Um, And they hit it off, and they've been working to make it to Nashville ever since. They have two EPs out on Spotify that I'd recommend, and recently they dropped a new single in November called Nothing But You. Catchy as hell. It's fun. They have a... It's like a modern... It's, it's a modern country, but it's also got like that roots like of it where it's a little twangy, a little banjo-y, yeah. and this, they're super fun to listen to. They're, they're really good vocals, and uh, yeah, so... Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Just another one trying to make it. Right, there's so many trying to make it. So many. Wow. Nice. Yeah. Trivia. You have any good ones? Um, I have two with a potential of three. All right. All right. So maybe I should ask this first. Do you know on Spotify, there's like uh, Thomas Rhett, his like album like re-released it and then they had like commentary. Like he talked like a DJ out. Oh, oh, yeah, I don't think I listened to it. Okay. Well, good, because I listened to them all, and I, I got one for you. Good. Okay, this song, let me make sure. This song on his, his new album, Life Changes, is Willa Gray's favorite song. The first time he sang it was in Uganda, and it was the first time he ever saw her dance. Would you like multiple choice? Um, You know what? Or do you just need to have the album in front of you? I'm just going to look up the album. Okay. Um... So it's Willa Gray's. Yeah, and it's the first time he ever played it was in Uganda, like when they first met her. And I'm like, oh my god, I can't. Um, I oh boy, I'm gonna guess. Drink a little beer. Oh no. Okay. I'll give you three. three. Yeah, give me three. Okay. Let me get my options here. So, um, unforgettable. 16. No, or no. Sweetheart. Oh, Sweetheart for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah, it's and it's also that, Lauren's favorite song it? too. It's got that old-ish yeah. sound to it. Yeah, but yeah, it's also Willa Gray's. And he said, she's a harsh critic. <laughs> Is it really? <laughs> yeah. She doesn't like it. She won't, she won't dance to it. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, did you see a side note? I know we posted it last week on like our social recap, but them at Sesame Street. Oh my gosh, I can't. Oh wow. I'm afraid that Ada James is like pulling out of her like ugly face stage, and I love her little stink faces. <laughs> yeah. Like now she's always been cute, but now she's like cute, cute. Right. And it's like oh, getting old. Yeah. Right. Um. And my other good one for you, um, the best-selling country album. Of all time. Ooh. Do I get multiple choice? Yes. And then I'm going to, when you get the right answer, I'm going to tell you all the singles that came off this album. You're going to be like, holy crap. Um, so we have Some Hearts, Carrie Underwood, Dixie Chicks, Fly, 
Oh, snap. That'd be my guess right now. Garth Brooks, No Fences, yeah. which has friends in no places. See, yeah. That or Shania Twain, Come On Over. Oh, jeez. Right? <sighs> so part of me wants to say some hearts because it it's more recent than the others. Garth because Garth. Dixie Chicks because in Shania because it was a turn. Um, best-selling album. I'm going to go Carrie. No. It's Garth. No. It's the Dixie Chicks, isn't it? No. Shania, come on over. Yes. Love that. That was my first album ever. Really? Yeah. So, um, like, on Billboard, she's number one. And then, no offenses, Garth Brooks is number two. Carrie's Some Hearts is actually number seven. But it's kind of like, you know how we talk about like women in country? Mm-hmm. So Shania is number one. Garth is number two with No Fences. Taylor Swift, her first album, Taylor Swift, is number three. Garth Brooks, Garth Brooks is the fourth. Then Randy Travis, then Charlie Rich, then Carrie is number seven. Um, eight is Waylon Jennings. Nine is Shania. Um and then, like, even, like, 11 is Fearless, Taylor Swift. Dixie Chicks, Fly is 13. Uh, Dixie Chicks, Wide Open Spaces is 15. Leanne Rhymes is there. Like, if you look at the top 20, huh. like, women are pretty well represented. That's I, interesting. I mean, it's been a while, but but hold on. Right. Let me, when you hear all these songs, on, come on over. I'm going to guess them. Okay. All, the, all that were released, like, what is the criteria here? They were released to radio, like, they were singles. Oh. Um, Year is 97. To like two thousand. How many? How many songs are there? Twelve. Twelve. That I think she released all of them to radio. Yeah. This uh, is impressive. Like I can't get over it. Man, I feel like a woman. Yep. Come on over. Yep. Don't be stupid. Yep. Honey, I'm home. Yep. Uh. Um. There's only one that I don't know. Man, I just went blank. Honey, I'm home. Oh my gosh! I am. I am. This came out. This came out in '97. Mm-hmm. Gosh, six six year old, five six year old Aaron is so <laughs> mad right now. Come on over, man. I feel like a woman. Honey, I'm home. Um, one song she did like a duet later on with Brian White. Oh, from this moment on, mm-hmm. classic. Yep. Uh, rock this country. Yep. Jam. Uh, uh, something. Black, blue eyes, brown hair, black eyes. There's something. Mm-hmm. Maybe not the title, though. Um, uh, Love gets me every time. Uh, I give it up. All right. So you did really well. Love gets me every time. Don't be stupid. You're still the one. Oh, you're still the one. Mm-hmm. From this moment on. Yep. When? I don't really think I... Uh, when money grows on trees. Oh, okay. Um, I thought of another one too. Yeah. Uh, or maybe it was. What's the last? The uh, keep going. Okay. I know the last song on the album is a slow, slow one, too, right? Mm, maybe. <sighs> okay. So when, honey, I'm home. That don't impress me much. That don't impress you me. You think much. you're Brad Pitt? That don't. Man, I feel like a woman. You've got a way. Come on over. Rock this country. I'm holding on to love to save my life. Wow. What an album. That might be, that is a hell of an album. Right. Right. If everyone made albums with like this many hits on it. Seriously. I would combust. Wow. Insane. It's impressive. Yeah. So, and obviously like she smashed it for like 
Canadian country, but like yeah. it holds true for you. That was my first album at the same time. I think Santa brought me Millennium. Oh my man, late nineties, early two thousand. That's what I'm saying. Yes. And we think were, of how many songs were on Millennium. Like yes. uh, I was we're spoiled. No kidding. Just looking at all the, the top. Number thirty four is Mont Montevallo Montevallo, Sam Hunt. I could see that. Interesting. Anyways, um, so my last one, I don't know how to phrase it into a trivia question, but the, um, our throwback for today, or Wednesday, I guess, was Colin Ray. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I was just listening to a podcast that he did with Kelly from Ty Chuck and Kelly. And his brother, Scott, apparently, like, Colin's always been, like, a huge fan of Miranda, like, always admired her work, blah, blah, blah. And his brother, Scott, is her lead guitarist. Like, if she goes somewhere for, like, a song, right, and, like, she needs to bring someone, she brings him. Really? She's like, I just need him. Yeah, so like they're pretty tight, which is kind of interesting. That's wild. Yeah, honestly, if you ever have a chance, like look at the podcast. He just speaks like some truths about like '90s country and today's country and the difference and and his hmm. views on it. So I'll have to check it out. It's my plug. I like Conrad. Yeah, me too. All right, I have three trivia questions as well. Only one of them is related to country music. The other two at Christmas. Oh, I didn't even. I yeah, I I just bring it. So. We talked about the song, Where Are You Christmas? Okay. That key change, though. Yes. It was originally written by this female artist, but due to a legal case with her ex-husband, it could not be released. So Faith Hill ended up recording it. A country singer? I'm going to give you four options. Okay. Is it Shania Twain? Mariah Carey, Reba McIntyre, or Olivia Newton-John? Olivia. No. Mariah. Yes. Okay, I was going to say, because I don't think Reba and the other one you said were divorced by that time. Right. Mariah. So Mariah. Can you imagine Mariah? Mariah has that one. Seriously. (laughs) That's why she's on Mount Rushmore. The gods are like, nope, sorry. You've had enough success. I know. (laughs) That's what we were talking about. I'm like, oh, I want to say it now with the trivia. So, Yeah. She wrote that song? She wrote it, and I think she was scheduled to obviously record it yeah. and produce about something. And I don't know the details, but... Who was she married to at that point? I have no idea. But Before Nick Cannon, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah Nick Cannon's recently. How old is The Grinch? I think it's a 2001 movie. Is it? Okay. Let me do the old uh, Wikipedia search here. Quickly, quickly. The Grinch. Hmm. Wow. That's... 2000. 2000. The um, oh, I can't hear anyone else but Faith Hill singing it. Right, just like but you can't hear anyone else other than Mariah Carey singing. But so many other people do. Yeah, yeah, that's it's the true. thing. I'm surprised. Like, I didn't find any covers of "Where Are You Christmas." No, yeah, who knows? How much of a cut do you think Mariah gets from each like person that does that song? Plenty. Yeah, I mean, she doesn't have to make. Any other real music ever again? She doesn't no, want to. No, she's she's fine. She said, "Okay." Two other ones. Uh, the average American spends how much money on gifts during Christmas time? Oh boy, average. Yeah, I don't have multiple choice. But you can just throw out something. Seven hundred dollars. Close. Nine hundred thirty-five is what it comes out to. Sorry, friends and family, I'm, I ain't coming close. <laughs> I'm the low end of that average. <laughs> yeah, but I think it makes sense. Like I'm sure some people. You think of like gifts and food and like. 
Like the only car I will ever be able to give someone at Christmas with a bow around it is a matchbox car. I would be so mad if like my future husband says, look, honey, there's a car in our driveway. Like mm, a puppy, maybe like, don't go buy something that big without telling me. Mm. I mean, if it's in the budget, if we could pull it off, like that's pretty, that's mm. pretty baller. I'd rather like a trip somewhere unless I really needed a car, but I mean, this is never going to happen for me, so it's fine. Yeah, just dream a little bit, right? <laughs> Tis a season. Seeing isn't believing, oh. as they say in the Polar Express. Oh, which reminds me, we didn't talk about Josh Groban's Believe. Oh, yep, yep. Yeah. Last one. Highest grossing Christmas movie of all time. I'm not going to give you multiple choice. You, is it Home Alone? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, is that kind of like, mm, is it really a Christmas movie? It just takes place at Christmas. <laughs> I, that's just like arguments I've heard. I'm just saying. What? Well, it takes place at Christmas, but it's basically about a young boy getting lost in a big city, like hunting down two robbers. Okay. So 30 minutes ago, you were saying you don't like the Grinch. Now you're saying, oh, Home Alone is in a Christmas movie. I'm not the only one that feels this way. Yeah. Well, you and you know who else. I don't know who else. But y'all are just being a bunch of humbugs. No, I like I like Home Alone. I'm just saying, like. Let me guess. Die Hard isn't a Christmas movie either. Oh, come on. <laughs> Seriously. Okay. I won't make that leap. <laughs> Home Alone is at least defensible. Oh, gosh. It's very defensible. I mean, no, no. And I, I get it. Like, there's. Signs of Christmas in it. I get it. There's big Christmas trees. There's Rockefeller Center. It's great. But I'm just saying, like, what does it have to do with Christmas besides that it falls around Christmas time? There's the mess. Like, don't you? Okay. In the first one, he goes to the church, the old neighbor that he thinks is super scary. And he's there listening to his daughter's, you know, Christmas program that, uh, I know. I'm just like giving you a and hard time. And the second time. one, it's the crazy lady with the pigeons. Like, it's yes. about this season of giving and friendship. And okay. Do you anyhow. know who wrote that movie? No. No. John Hughes. Who? Oh, no, really? The Breakfast Club, 16 Candles, Pretty in Pink, like every iconic 80s movie. Be a negative. Hurts to my soul a little bit. Welcome to my world, okay? <laughs> Home Alone is not a Christmas movie. Home I, Alone. I didn't say it. I asked you, do you consider it a Christmas movie? Yeah, that's the way you phrase it. <laughs> $286 million are brought in. Um, so when adjusted with inflation, total revenue totals $528 million. million. Is that just the first one? or Yeah. Because like... the. Oh, I guess the third and fourth revolve around Christmas time, too. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the Grinch is number two oh. all time. So there you have it. Mm. Yeah, I still like some Tim Allen. Anything uh, on your Christmas list of n- note? No, I don't know what I want. If you had to have one, like if there was a little box of concert tickets, Ooh. who is it? Ooh. Front row oh. for 2019. I, I mean, I don't know that many concerts. Well, it would have been Eric Church. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Carrie Underwood would be cool. Carrie would be cool. Yeah. Backstreet Boys are coming to Milwaukee in September. Oh, nice. Doesn't really fit with our whole country theme here, no. but they, they well, do some covers. Yeah. Like, AJ's trying to make it in country. Yes. 
I don't think it's going so hot. <laughs> He's like, at I don't think it's to gonna go. go so hot. Oh, I like AJ. Yeah, no, I do too. What about you? Um, oh, that would be George Strait. Oh, he. I mean, he doesn't tour anymore. He has a new album out next year, but he does like these one-off shows. Like he's doing one in Atlanta with a bunch of people. He's doing one in Ohio. He's doing one in Dallas. I would definitely go to the Dallas one. Get yeah. Front rows. That would be cool. The King. Right. In Texas. Game on. I mean, if Garth would come too. Garth, yeah. So yeah. If that's underneath the Christmas tree, I Maybe would Maybe Santa's be upset. listening. Maybe Santa's listening. <laughs> Front row. <laughs> George Strait. VIPs. All right. Well, uh, that's our Christmas one. I think one more left this year. We'll do a little recap of the year in a few weeks. Uh, maybe hand out some fun awards like Ooh. favorite social media follow. Favorites. Yes. I've already been going through like my top songs and top albums creative. of the year. Yeah. We could talk our Spotify. Uh, oh, for sure. Yeah. Those are some interesting ones. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely, definitely. I think it's, yeah, we, we'll talk about it then. Okay. But anywho, Ooh, leave them hanging. Leave them hanging. Uh, so anyways, uh, Merry Christmas, y'all. Merry Christmas. And uh, when you're on your Christmas break and not working and looking what to do, keep tabs on us. Raise on at that blog. We'll be here. If you like this podcast, leave us a, re- leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Until next time. Hey.